the stick of Jeff Campbellini. Good evening at 6.30. My name is R. Wolf, R. Wolf, and I'm filling in for Mike Perini. Mike, feel better, please. The next 90 minutes are uh, dedicated to you, but more specifically to Lindsay Forbes. Happy birthday, Lindsay. This half hour, Mike calls Pandora's lunchbox. I'm calling it Pandora's wardrobe because at a certain point... I will talk about edible clothing, uh, but until then, we've just got some, I think, some very useful songs about clothing. So let's go. Here's the Bonza Dog Band. Hello. Well, that was the sound of Roger's wah-wah rabbits. You heard them eating endives there. That's very cheap at this time of the year. But now, here in Wilson Green, yes, it is a bit chilly. But no matter, because here comes a gentleman, and we're going to talk to him about shirts. Excuse me, sir, would you mind talking to us about shirts? Do what? About shirts. Shirts? Yes. I've got plenty of time. <laughs> Good grief. And here comes a lady with an enchanting little kangaroo. And I'm going to ask her something about shirts. No, I'm not. Because she's given me rather a vulgar sign. Would you, excuse me, would you mind, we're talking about shirts. Huh? About shirts. Shirts? Yes, the problem of shirts. The kind of, um, you know, are they necessary? Shirts. Where it is. Where it is, yes. Where, where is shirts? I don't know. I don't know. Um, oh dear. Ah. Uh, there's a gentleman marching down here with a really determined stride. He looks a little cautious. He is hopping. Excuse me, sir, would you mind talking to me for a moment at all? We're... Well, um, uh, what do you mean, Governor? What do you want to know? Well, we're talking about shirts. About are they still necessary, do you think? I mean, do you think they should stop making shirts? Oh, no, not at all. A man's not, not dressed unless he's got a nice shirt on, Governor, is he? Not really. What well, about the length of the shirt? Because the old ones used to be very long. Well, I'm all for the short shirt. The old types, old fashioned mate. You've got yeah. to be a bit modern these days, yes. Governor, ain't you? Okay. Yeah. Well, you're certainly with it, aren't well, you? Well, they are. You've got to be with it. Of course, that's the stuff. Yes. Right. Okay, well, thank you very much. Hello. Bye bye. Bye bye. Well, I think we're going to have to leave it there, and I'm going to take you right away, straight over to the Elskholt Olympia, to watch the shirt event. I'll repeat that, the shirt event. I'll repeat that, the shirt event. I'll repeat that, the shirt event. Good morning. Could I have 
a shot can express, please? Yes, that'll be three weeks, dearie. Three weeks, but the sign outside says 59-minute clears. Yes, that's just the name of the shop, love. We take just three weeks to do the shirt. Yes, that is if there's an R in the month, of course. Oh, Otherwise, but... it's four weeks. But your name does begin with a P, doesn't it? Well, no, actually, of course it's... five weeks, then, except five if it's a leap year. Blimey! Never even get Well, I'm shaking my shirt all over the place, but it's been thrown right back in my face. New Horizons in sound now as Roger plays a solo on the electric shirt collar.
<laughs> we never give the credit where the credit's really due. You've heard that many times before. It's really nothing new. Now the man who works the hardest, he never gets stole. And here's another little thing I'm positive you know. Oh, the coat and the pants do all of the work. And the vest gets all the gravy. Corny. The captain gets the bar. The generals get the star. The soldiers do the fighting. And all they get is scars. Now a baby cries for mama. But he never even recognizes Sam. <laughs> oh, the coat and the pants do all of the work. And the pants gets all the gravy. Shots, a record they made in 1937. The coat and the pants do all of the work, and the vest gets all the gravy. Two years later, they uh, they gave us from the Indies to the Andes and his undies. These are among uh, a whole bunch of stuff that was reissued on a four CD set on the proper label. The Hoosier Hot Shots, an insanely popular band back in the 1930s. Uh, shirt performed by the Bonza Dog Doodah Band from the album uh, Tadpoles originally and reissued by EMI under the heading of the Bonzo Dog Cornology. This is Pandora's, well, Pandora's wardrobe because we're dealing with edible clothing tonight. Arwolf filling in for Mike Perini. Um, when I started researching this idea, I saw that there's an edible clothing company of Knoxville, Tennessee. Their slogan is Feeding America One Shirt at a Time. But I quickly found that there was, uh, for, for the purposes of putting things over the radio, under the heading of food fashion, clothes made out of food, uh, there was a, a, a really quite a lot to choose from. I actually saw a photograph of a Nike Air Max 90 burger sneaker. This thing is actually made out of, you know, meat and bread and things like that. There was a spaghetti dress with meatball necklace. Very hard not to look at that one. Um, the uh, the lettuce leaf gown, which is approved by PETA, the uh, People for the Ethical Treatment of Animals. Uh, there was Lady Gaga's meat dress, which is not endorsed by PETA. The cream puff wedding dress. You should have seen this thing. 
The uh, German chocolate bubble dress, which was getting more into some prurient interest uh, uh, territory. The elegant artichoke heart gown. There was a, uh, I actually saw a beef jerky Chanel bag. A pair of bedtime bread slippers. These are like baguettes uh, or, you know, from French bread that's been cut uh, to look like slippers. The slimming salad dress and then the carboholics dream dress that had a lot of like uh, challah, you know, braided of egg bread and things like that. There was also a, a necklace made of quail eggs, a seaweed skirt, and of course, predictably, the marshmallow candy Peeps bikini. Um, if you want to get even more artful at Amsterdam's De Culinaire Werkplatz, um, edible clothing for dessert, uh, no cutesy names there, just some really fascinating stuff to look at. But now that we've got all this silliness out of the way, let's get dead serious with Bessie Smith. Always pay attention when Bessie Smith is holding forth. Home, I'm on a 
Mm. Old Sam is beat down to his side. Like the dimple in your chin I love the tricky way you grin Still you ain't no kind of catch Doggone you gal, your socks don't match Your teeth, they're pearly white Your lips are sweet And they pucker right, yes. You're the kind to lift my latch. <laughs> Baby, what happens? Them socks don't match. <laughs> 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 
the shoes you wear reveal your hold. They're both of a different hue. Now look, I'll tell you something. They're strangers, why don't you let them get together, mix up something sometime. I think that you should introduce these two. You've got those fine eyes of lovely blue. Got a beautiful fug nose. I go for that too. Yeah. So you're best of all, best of all the badge. Skip it, baby. Your socks don't match. No, no, your socks don't match. Always good to have a visitation from Charlie Parker and his orchestra. 
That record cut in 1951. Thank you, Norman Granz, for producing Charlie Parker at that time. My Little Suede Shoes. Yes. Uh, your socks don't match? The other day I discovered the JSP Complete Recordings of Fats Waller has an, a rare alternate take, the first take of Your Socks Don't Match, but I thought I'd give you the master take so he sounded like he had it together. Fats Waller and his rhythm. Among the last recordings he made in a studio with his rhythm band, this one late in 1941, Sam Jones done snagged his britches, played by Louis Jordan and his timpani five when they still had a timpani, they still had a kettle drum in the band in 1939. And from the Palooka Washboard Band, which was really a bunch of guys from Chicago who called themselves the Harlem Hamfats, backing up vocalist Joe McCoy in 1937, something called You Done Tore Your Pants With Me. <clears throat> a, a very logical follow-up for Bessie Smith's 1927 recording, Lock and Key. I believe James P. Johnson was at the piano behind her. And she was talking about taking a gun and actually shooting articles of clothing off of the body of the man that she's uh, evicting from her home. <laughs> uh, you, you don't want to dog Bessie Smith. It's just uh, not good survival uh, strategy. This is WCBN-FM at Arbor 88.3 megahertz. Give or take a... Uh, Answer two, we're the voice of the underground intellectual resistance movement, broadcasting from the University of Michigan. It's student-run, experiential, experimental alternative radio, free-form style, with lots of community involvement. We're a long-standing community outreach program, alternative education from the University of Michigan. At this point, and I'm continuing with, I just got to fill in for Mike Perini for a half hour. Feel better, Mike. I'm continuing with 90 Minutes, dedicated to Lindsay Forbes. Happy birthday, Lindsay. I'm going to give you now uh, some, of the, uh, some of the records I pulled up over the past week. I just thought that these things would help people to feel better. That's why I'm playing them over the radio. We've got Cow Cow Davenport in 1927, uh, teamed with cornetist B.T. Wingfield. This is the new Cow Cow Blues. It's kind of a frosty old recording. You want to do that? Mm -hmm. 